Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Men and Science Podcast. As always, sincerely hope that you're having a lovely weekend. We'll be having an even better weekend, and especially with Thanksgiving coming up this week, if you're in America and you love to celebrate, uh, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox Radio, Public YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at IamFazitude for all podcast updates and information. Uh, and today's episode is all about the WWE's 33rd Annual Survivor Series pay-per-view event. Coming to us live from Chicago, Illinois, on the WWE Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this year is a little different than it has been in previous years when it comes to the brand wars uh, that comes up once a year. And instead of Raw versus SmackDown, we now have Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And... Different from how I usually do my pay-per-view predictions, I will be, in addition to who I predict is going to win, I'll now be commenting on who I want to win these matches. No more wasting time, let's get right into the damn thing. First matchup that we have as of right now, recording this Friday night after SmackDown, we have representing Monday Night Raw, the Viking Raiders versus the New Day representing SmackDown versus the Undisputed Era representing NXT in a triple threat tag team match. Um, and... I am very excited about this one because I am a big fan of all three teams. Been a fan of the Viking Raiders ever since Ring of Honor when they were still called the War Machine and Undisputed Era when they were still called Red Dragon in Ring of Honor as well. And I've been a fan of the New Day pretty much forever because I'm just a big fan of Kofi and Biggie and Xavier Woods, even though Xavier Woods is currently out with an injury. No word on when he's going to be coming back, which sucks, but it is what it is. And this is definitely going to be a fun and exciting match because all three teams are they they deliver great matches you know pretty much you know with the right people uh i know viking raiders they've been giving them a lot of squash matches uh since they came up to the main line and you know the undisputed era they i don't honestly don't think they've had a bad match since coming to wwe uh new day they're always fun and entertaining and uh it's definitely gonna have a lot of fun High-flying spots, some big power move spots, uh, especially coming from Big E and Viking Raiders and Kofi and the Undisputed Era, uh, especially Kyle O'Reilly. They're going to be doing all the best high-flying spots in this match. Um, uh, yeah, I, got, I still have a little bit of the sniffles. I'm going to try my best to keep that to a minimum, but, you know, and try to edit out what I can with the sniffles, but, you know, I'm probably going to get a few of them here and there, so I apologize for how annoying they're going to be. And, but with this match, because uh, this time it's a little less predictable with which brands are going to be co come out on top. Because uh, I definitely don't want it to be like last year where uh, SmackDown only won the kickoff match uh, on the yeah the kickoff show, and then Raw won all the main pay-per-view matches. I did not like that at all. That that actually pissed me off. Um, so hopefully we're not going to get a repeat of that. But you just never know with WWE. Um, but for this match with the Viking Raiders and New Day and Undisputed Era, because I really want, because I really want them to show um, for for the entire pay per view with NXT being featured on main WWE pay per view for the first time, uh, besides Royal Rumble. Um, I really want them to be to get a fair chance to show the audience, uh, like the WWE audience, that might not be as familiar with NXT uh, even after NXT made their debut on USA back in like mid-September, September 18th. Um, and they've been on the USA Network for about two months at this point. Um, you want to, you know, you want to establish them as 
a serious brand to keep an eye on, and you want to give the give the fans a reason to tune in. Show the fans that these people, these are people that you want them to watch every week. Um, uh, so who I, I really want to win this match is Undisputed Era, of course, because you know, again, you, you want to establish establish NXT. Uh, as as a powerful brand, as a dominant brand, and establish these wrestlers and these superstars as uh, great athletes, and or give the fans of that give them a reason to tune in every Wednesday. Um, so I want the Undisputed Era to win, but who do I think is going to win? I think New Day is going to win because uh, in the WWE world, New Day is the established team and the more recognizable team. So I feel I predict that that's who's gonna win this match, but I want Undisputed Era to win. And then we have the 5 versus 5 versus 5 women's uh, Survivor Series Elimination match t representing Team Raw. We have Captain Charlotte Flair and Natalia, Asuka, Kairi Sane, and Sarah Logan, which Sarah Logan, that's kind of out of nowhere to me. <laughs> you know, but, you know, versus Team SmackDown, which is Captain Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Versus Team NXT, Captain Rhea Ripley with Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and Tony Storm. And this one, especially you know, because WWE has been really pushing for the women uh, on WWE TV over the last two years, especially. Uh, it's, they're gonna hopefully give them a fair amount of time to show the fans that you know we are more than just the you know just. A novelty act kind of thing and more than just flavor of the week kind of you know kind of thing that you know that you can believe the hype that it is more than just hype and that these women are real that they are legit you know athletes and wrestlers to be taken seriously on WWE TV but and I am a fan of pretty much every woman in this match. I love Char I love Charlotte Flair. She's my favorite main Raw and SmackDown wrestler. I love Natalia. I love Asuka. Kairi Sane. Sarah Logan. I love her. Uh, Sasha Banks. I enjoy. Carmella. I enjoy. Dana Brooke. Have a soft spot for her. Um, Lacey Evans. I like her, even though I, she is still somewhat green. I love Nikki Cross, and I I really love. Ripley, she's my she is one my favorite on NXT. That includes NXT and NXT UK. Love Candice LeRae, love Tegan Knox, love Mia Yim. Been a fan of Mia Yim for a very long time. And before she became famous, you know, in Ring of Honor and TNA and WWE, uh, used to chat with her on Twitter, and that was you know so I've you know I love seeing how far she's come in her career. And Tony Storm. <sighs> I have a big crush on her, I really do, she is just... <sighs> but yeah, um, as I said, you know, a little while ago, that I, you want to show the casual WWE audience that NXT is the real deal, and you want you want to give them a reason to tune in to NXT every week. Um, so, so far, we have, you know, they've been, they've shown themselves to be pretty dominant on WWE. TV uh, over the last few weeks, and but and you want to keep that momentum going. Give the fans a reason, like wow, these people are the real deal. I need to tune into NXT every Wednesday um, because you know NXT they already have their their loyal following, their loyal audience from the fans who've been watching them on WWE Network for the last five years. Uh, yeah, five years. Um, so you want to get the casual TV audience to tune in every Wednesday as well. Um, and 
I really, really want Team NXT to win, especially with Rhea Ripley coming out as the sole survivor, because that would show her that she's, you know, a legitimate, you know, like a, the real deal, legitimate threat to the to the other women, and a threat to the NXT women's title uh, with Shayna Baszler. Uh, because of course we know they're building that up, and I think that they're going to build that up into to WrestleMania weekend for that for NXT Takeover Tampa, um, um, and it'll definitely be worth the wait. And but who I predict is going to win this match, I say it's going to be Team Raw uh, because especially with Charlotte Flair as the captain, and you got the women's tag team champions on there as well, representing Raw. You want to you know. I'm I'm pretty sure Raw is gonna want WWE is gonna want Raw to you know come out on top for this one, especially with Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair is pretty much the golden child for for the women's division. I mean, cause she is she is she is the she is the queen. <laughs> and then next up we have the uh, we have the U.S. champion AJ Styles, the Intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura, who debuted a brand new design for the Intercontinental title on SmackDown this week, uh, and Roderick Strong, the NXT North American champion, and another triple threat uh, champion versus champion versus champion match. And again, another one where I am a fan of all three competitors, been a fan of AJ Styles forever. Well, you know, of course, TNA for the 12 years that he was there. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, I've been a fan of his for a very long time. I first learned who about him, I think, in 2015, uh, watching him on Ring of Honor. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, 2015, watching him on Ring of Honor. And Roderick Strong, I've been a fan of his since uh, attending my first Ring of Honor show in 2007. Um, I believe he took on... I can't remember, because it was uh, Respect is Earned, the Ring of Honor's first pay-per-view. can't remember who he fought. I think it might have been uh, Mero Fuji, but I'm not sure. Um, and I'm too lazy to look it up. Anyways, um, and, and this, is, this one is definitely going to be a hard-hitting kind of fight, because all three men are phenomenal athletes, no pun intended. Um, Nakamura, King of Strong Style, AJ Styles is phenomenal, and Roderick Strong is... What's the nickname? Uh, the the the, the, the back the Messiah, the backbreaker, or something like that. Um, and I really want to see Roderick Strong come out on top on this one. Um, sure, by now you're noticing a pattern with who I want to win these matches. Um, because again, you can establish NXT as 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 the real deal that they are more that they are not just the third brand, not just a developmental WWE brand uh, for them to eventually get called up to the main roster. That they are a, a real deal brand for WWE. But I'm predicting AJ Styles is going to come out on top of this one. Um, and side note regarding AJ Styles, I absolutely love him as a heel, especially the way he is right now. Um, because he's just, especially with his promos, he he's he's become pretty freaking hilarious on the uh, with his promos. Like my favorite one was from a couple of weeks ago. I think it was when they were in Ohio, like Columbus or Cleveland, and talking about getting the smoke. And then AJ said, "Getting the smoke is illegal here." And I just I loved that. I just absolutely loved that. It was so awesome. <laughs> Sorry, just, I have the news on TV right now, and they're talking about a, 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 a local crime spot at one of the hotels near me. That's... huh. 
in with her family. She, along with 15 yes. other families, cool. have until Sunday. Oh, sorry. Uh, again, too distracted by, by the real stuff that's going on. Um, but anyways, moving, yeah. Uh, Roderick Strong is who I want to win. Eddie Styles is who I predict to win. Um, the next matchup we have is the men's 5 versus 5 versus 5 brand supremacy tag team elimination match. Uh, representing Raw, we have Captain Seth Rollins with Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet versus Team NXT with Captain Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, Shorty G versus Team SmackDown, who, as of this recording, we have no idea who the hell's going to be on the team. Um, I mean, I have my ideas of who it might be, who might be on the team. Um, I'm guessing maybe some of the people that are going to be uh, in the men's war game match on an NXT Takeover, with one surprise partner after that. But I'm not sure. Um, we shall see. Because the women's match, uh, the team NXT is pretty much Team Ripley from the war games match with Tony Storm added in there, which I don't mind at all. I love that. But uh, for this one. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't even matter who's going to be on the team, because I, I love NXT, uh, so I have no problem with who's going to be on that. Uh, but, again, for who I want to win, is I do want Team NXT to win this match as well. However, I believe it's going to be Team SmackDown to win this match, uh, especially because this one is captained by Roman Reigns. But then again, Raw, Team Raw is captained by Seth Rollins, and... You know, Seth is the golden child of Monday Night Raw, um, but who knows how that's going to go, um, because they, especially with the way they, uh, with the promos that Triple H that has had with, uh, with Rollins and then with Kevin Owens, talking about, you know, them, their time in NXT, and I feel like something's going to happen where Kevin Owens turns on Team Raw and joins with, joins NXT, but I don't know, we'll, we'll see how that, how that all works out. And, and then another match that was just added this week, we have Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship against the winner of the Triple Threat match that'll be happening at TakeOver War Games of Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane versus Damian Priest, which that match is going to be an awesome match. I know that for sure. Um, for that one, I predict that Pete Dunne is going to win that match and go on to take on Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And that, if that is the match that's going to happen, which... Almost. I'm fairly certain that's what it's going to be. And I, I, I feel like if that, that would be the match of the night. Because Pete Dunne, he can have a great match with pretty much anybody. I mean, the matches that he, the match that he had for with uh with Tyler Bate for the Inter, for the Intercontinental for the NXT UK or the WWE UK Championship at Takeover Chicago in 2007, 2017 rather, was. Probably my favorite match of the entire year of 2017. It was such a phenomenal and amazing match. And the matches that he had, he's had with Damian Priest on NXT. Uh, the matches that he uh, he's had with Killian Dane has been great as well. The matches that he had with Wal the match he had with Walter was a great one as well. Oh, Pete Dunne, he he's just he might he, I mean I love Tommaso Ciampa, but Pete Dunne might be my favorite NXT guy because he can just have a great match with anybody. Now, like, like, imagine him having a match with Daniel Bryan or an AJ Styles. Those would be some of the greatest matches ever done in WWE. You know, and and if he does get the shot with it with, against Adam Cole, then I would want him to. I want him to become the NXT champion, because then he would be the first person to be to be the UK and and the NXT champion. Uh, but 
because I feel like they're building up a whole like a dynasty thing for Undisputed Era. I predict Adam Cole to win that match and build up towards the takeover Tampa WrestleMania weekend, where he would eventually lose it to somebody there. Uh, like maybe lose it back to to Ciampa, but we'll see. Um, next matchup we have is the uh, Triple Threat Women's. Brand, you know, brand versus brand versus brand triple threat match. Uh, Becky Lynch representing Raw, Bailey representing SmackDown, and Shayna Baszler representing NXT. And they've done a great job at building this one up because, and, and especially the way they built it up, it's like you don't know which one of these women is gonna come out on top in this one. Like you don't know where, you know, like who it's gonna go and which way it could go. Like, you know, any one of them could win this match. That, that, that's the truth. Any one of these women could win this match. And all of them de deserve it because I'm, I'm a fan of all three. Becky Lynch is the hottest that she's ever been. Bailey is the hottest that she's ever been. Shayna Baszler has, has been hot pretty much from the get-go. Um, yeah, and all, all three women, nobody can touch them for where they are in their, in their respective spots on, on WWE TV right now. Um, but... Again, if you've noticed the pattern throughout my predictions on here, I predict that Shayna Baszler, or not that I want, sorry, or rather I want Shayna Baszler to win this match. Because, again, it would establish NXT's stars as the real deal and give the fans a reason to tune in every Wednesday if they aren't already. However, because Becky Lynch is essentially the... One of the potentially the biggest women wrestler in WWE right now, I predict that she'll be the one to win the match, which I would have no problem with that at all. Again, I love all three women, all three of them. I could go to any one of these women. Now, I want Shayna Baylor to win, but I think Becky Lynch is going to win, and I'm more than okay with that. And then we have the two main event matches for the pay-per-view. Uh, first up, we have is the no disqualification match for the WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar defending against Rey Mysterio, with Rey avenging the beatdown of his son Dominic by, at the hands of Brock Lesnar two months ago, which, my god, those those beatdowns were brutal. But I love them at the same time, it was cool. Because <laughs> it reminded me a lot of uh, when Brock Lesnar beat the hell out of Zach Gowan back in 2003, and that, those beatings were pretty bad. So when he, especially when he F5'd him onto the ring post, and then he... Uh, Threw him down the stairway on, on the on the wheelchair. That was bad, um, but also it was a good it was a good way to establish Brock Brock Lesnar as the piece of shit heel that we that he's supposed to be, and he's done a great job of that here as well, beating up Dominic and him, uh, especially when he f 5 Ray right into the wall uh, in the, the 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 physician's room on that one episode of Raw. That was that was pretty cool. I love that. <laughs> But with this being a no disqualification match, it opens it opens the doors for so many possibilities of how this match can go. And this is another one where it could honestly go either way. Um, and either way, I, I would not mind it either. Um, um, but I, I feel like they because it's I feel like this this might not be just a one off match for them that they might be they might have one more uh, to come later on. So I don't know you know but I don't know what their long term plans are. Um, uh, so, but, who do I want to win this match? I want it, I want, I honestly do want it to be Rey Mysterio, because it, because it, it could be kind of, it, it, it would be like an, a kind of an out of nowhere kind of result, because you, I don't think a lot of fans are expecting him to beat Brock Lesnar in this match. 
Uh, especially with it being no DQ, because then it, again, opens the doors for Ray to just basically die on live pay-per-view at the hands of Brock Lesnar. Uh, however, because they've done a very good job at, at keeping Brock Lesnar looking as dominant as ever since his return in 2012, I predict Brock Lesnar to retain the match after brutally massacring Rey Mysterio and maybe get one more match at the next pay-per-view, which I believe is supposed to be TLC. Uh, I have to double-check that. Yeah, it is TLC. Um, but, uh, with especially especially with it being no DQ, I predict that there's going to be some kind of crazy spot where either Ray dives off of something onto Brock, or Brock does something to Ray where he either he poop, he like he throws him through like a window or something, or like through a wall, or through through the stage, something. You know, and I look forward to it very much. So, and then the what I believe is going to be the main main event of the entire pay per view, uh, the reigning Universal Champion. The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Daniel Bryan, and this one has had a very good build-up as well that just kind of came out of nowhere. I did not expect them to have this match happen here, and this is another one that I actually think is not going to be just a one-off. Um, and also, kind of a side note, if you've heard uh, Corey Graves' uh, pod, um, After the Bell podcast this week, he pointed out how with the, with the, the character of The Fiend, that everyone that he's gone after so far has essentially been someone that's he's had history with, or who has, I guess you could say, wronged him in the past. And I absolutely love that, because like it started with Finn Balor. They had their thing back in 2017. Um, then he went after Seth Rollins, and you know they had their stuff You know when it was the White Family versus The Shield. And then now he's going after Daniel Bryan, and they had their story in late 2013, early 2014, where... Danny Bryan infiltrated, the, joined the Wyatt family, and tried to destroy it from within. So, you know, it's it's a it's a great that that's how they're building up the Fiend. Because remember, the whole thing of the Fiend is that he never forgets, and it's they've done a very good job of presenting that with his with the feuds that he's uh, been part of so far. And I think that this is probably going to be a very dramatic and exciting match. Um, hopeful that they won't do the red light, but they most likely will. Um, I mean, it does add, like, a, a unique element to the Fiends matches, because it's that's how the early Kane matches back in 97 and early 98 uh, were, but, I don't know, after, eventually, after a while they stopped doing that. But, like, with the, with the, with the Fiend, when he had the match with Finn Balor, they didn't have the red light, but then they'd have, they've had it with his matches with uh, Seth Rollins, so I don't know if, how they're gonna keep going with it, but... No, we'll see what the plan is with that particular feature. But um, again, this is another one that I don't don't think is going to be a one-off kind of match. Uh, I feel like they'll have at least one more match at the at the the TLC pay-per-view, maybe even extend it all the way to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm not part of the creative team. I'm I I'm not Bruce Pritchard. I don't know the 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 plans going forward with this. Um, but. Look, going, look, looking at who I want to win and who I predict is going to win, well, they're both the same person, and that is the Fiend Bray Wyatt. I predict him to win because, you know, they want to keep his momentum going, and I want him to win so that they can keep his momentum going, because they've done a very good job. Yeah, I know, the Hell in a Cell, that was a, that was a, a severe, severe misstep with the Fiend. But, they've, you know, they fixed that, of course. Um, and I'm hoping that there are 
they're gonna keep on this the correct path with the fiend and not they're not gonna screw up again like that um, because from what I've heard and what I've read that they're building up the fiend to be this to be an unstoppable beast and an unstoppable monster and hold on to the universal title all the way at least to WrestleMania and have him face someone that will be the person to take him down um, I'm just hoping it won't be John Cena or Royal Roman Reigns. That's all I hope for. But who knows, you know, what their long-term plans are. You know, because, you know, remember, you know, as, as Dave Meltzer would say, plans change. Um, but yeah, that is my prediction, that the Fiend Bray Wyatt will walk out of Survivor Series with the Universal Championship. And that's going to do it with my predictions for WWE Survivor Series. I'm really hoping that it's going to be a great pay-per-view. Because again, on paper, it looks like it could be the best Survivor Series pay-per-view ever. You know, just, but will it be the best Survivor Series pay-per-view ever? I guess we'll just have to see this Sunday. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Men in Times podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing me ramble on with my Survivor Series predictions. And if you didn't enjoy it, you tuned in anyway. Thank you for getting my, my numbers up, helping me make that little bit of money. And please make sure to tune in uh, next week. Bushy? Nah. I'm going to take next weekend off because it's Thanksgiving. And, you know, usually I would do my pay-per-view recaps. This time I'm going to skip it because it's it's a holiday weekend. I want to enjoy myself. Um, but I will be back the following week. Uh, let me actually look at my little schedule that I have uh, coming up after this one. Uh, yeah, on the December 6th, as of right now, I don't have anything, but the week after that, I will have my TLC predictions, which, that's gonna be a lot of fun, and then I will have my pay-per-view recap following week for that, and I will follow that up on December 28th with my classic wrestling pay-per-view for Starcade 1997, um, which, of course, that one was main evented by Hollywood Hogan defending the WCW title against Sting, and cap off the year on de December 30th with my most anticipated films of 2020, so I'm going to have some fun stuff coming your way for the month of December. Um, and please be sure that you do check out my other content on the Menatides podcast for my retro film reviews, my worst to best rankings, my classic wrestling pay-per-views, uh, my other film reviews, and my regular podcast episodes, you know, all of which, again, can be found in the archives on this little channel. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the Manatize Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, or YouTube. And follow me on Twitter at IamFazitude for all podcast updates. Follow me on Instagram at Fazitude to enjoy some of the fun pictures and memes I share on there. Follow me on Vero at Fazitude as well for the fun stuff I do on there. And support the podcast by donating to my Hall of Justice on Patreon for only $5 a month. The link will be in the description. Check out the Menatize Podcast store for cool shirts, stickers, and wall art that I have available on there. Uh, just unveiled the Snyder World Order t-shirt on the Menatize Podcast store. Um, because I felt inspired by the success of the hashtag release Snyder Cut tweeting on this past Sunday on November 17th. That was a lot of fun if you've been following that like I have. And the description, the link to that, rather, will be in the description as well. And as always, thank you all so much for tuning in, for listening, for subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I truly and genuinely do. And I hope you're having a 
lovely week, a lovely weekend, and you will have a fun Thanksgiving holiday and Black Friday holiday for all those of you who will be celebrating and participating. This has been the Men in Tides podcast. I am Julian, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.